more grace, everybody. It is such an honor and a privilege to come and talk to you today about a message that has just been ringing in my spirit. I mean, I've been in the middle of teaching an amazing series entitled Seeking the Will of God. I don't know about you, but I don't want to just live my life mediocre, not sure exactly what God wants me to do, but I want to make sure I'm smack dab in the center of the will of God. And if that is something that you desire to do or to pursue or go after, I'm telling you that God has a will for your life and God has a plan for your life. And you don't just have to accept a mediocre life or a life that just falls in place doing what your mom said do or your dad said do. But you want to make sure you are in the will of God. So this is part one of a teaching entitled Seeking the Will of God. And I want to name this one uh, basically that everybody has a purpose. And a lot of you got to understand that God has called you to see and you got to learn how to see with your heart and to get your vision going. We don't see in the flesh. We are spirit beings because whenever God relates to us, he relates to us in the spirit. St. John 4, 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So everything that God does, he does it by the spirit and you can't figure out what you're going to do by depending on your natural abilities. And the question you really need to ask yourself is, uh, do I know for certain that I'm doing what God wants me to do? That's a question you should ask yourself. Do I know for certain that what I'm doing is exactly what God has called me to do? Because you will never fulfill the will of God accidentally. You will not slip into the will of God and get there by accident. But you're going to have to fulfill his will on purpose. And the job of the enemy is to let you live a mediocre life just like water. You know, if you put water in a basin, in a pitcher, in any container, water's going to seep down to whatever the lowest part of that container is. And that's how the enemy will have you. Just going, floating down the river, floating down to the bottom of the basin, the bottom of the barrel, the bottom of the pitcher, finding the lowest place if you don't seek the will of God and do exactly what he's called you to do. But I'm telling you that if you're going to fulfill the will of God, you're going to have to sail upstream and you're going to have to be willing to go against the grain and go against the current. That means you got to put some effort into it and you got to find exactly what your purpose is. What am I here for? Why did God place me here? What is his will for my life? And you got to know that you're unique you're strange, you're different, that there's something that God has called you to do that no one else can do, that there are people that you're supposed to reach that no one else will be able to reach. You know, I've been on television, I've done radio, I've done all of that stuff, but I want you to know that with me being on TV and with me being on radio and all social medias and all of these things, there's still people that I'll never reach because you've been assigned to reach them. So I want you to know that there's a unique call of God that God has placed upon your life and you did not just evolve. You didn't come here from no monkey. You know, they try to say we believe in the evolution theory that the apes had monkeys and the monkeys at the apes and then it came to us. Well, where are the monkeys that are still having people? 
You know, last time I checked, cows are still having cows. You understand? Fish are still having uh, fish. Well, where are the monkeys that are still having humans? It ain't none. You didn't just evolve. You're not a mistake. God has a purpose designed for your life. There's a purpose that is designed exactly for your life. And the question you need to ask yourself is, how do I find it? How do I find exactly what God has called me to do? And you can't make God manifest. You can't make God show up. You can't make him tell you anything. But you can prepare for him to show you his will and be hungry for him and pursue him and go after him and say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to wait here until you let me know what it is you've designed for my life. There's a question that people ask me all the time. How many hours do you put in before service? Did you go into 10 hours of intercession before you preach? Did you fast for 30 days? Did you pray for the service? Did you pray for this and did you pray for that? And my answer to them is no. And some people may see that as arrogant and you have to know my spirit that I'm not saying that to be arrogant. But to be very honest with you, I don't have to pray for a lot of things because I'm in his will. And when you know you're in his will, you know you're anointed. Luke 4 and 18. For the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he hath anointed me. I am anointed to do exactly what God has called me to do. He anointed me when he called me and he gave me peace. And guess what? He has already blessed me. I'm not looking to be blessed. I'm not looking for God to bless me when I preach because he's already blessed me. And because I'm obeying what he's called me to do and fulfilling the assignment that he's given me to do, I'm already blessed and I'm already walking in that peace. And I want to let you know that uh, sometimes you have no peace and joy because you're not in his will. Sometimes God will give you a holy dissatisfaction. And it's just to let you know that you're not in his will. Because when you're doing what God has called you to do, there is such a peace that will come upon you. I mean, a peace that you can never imagine because you know you're right in the center. Dr. Kimberly Daniel calls it smack dab in the center of the will of God. There's such a peace when you should be warring and complaining and crying and fussing. There's just a peace, glory to God, that'll come upon you because you know you're exactly where you're supposed to do. And I'm just praying that God will give you that peace as you pursue his will. But there are some of you, you're not going to have that peace because you're not where you're supposed to be. You're at a job, you're unhappy. You're at a church, you're unhappy. You're in a home, you're unhappy. And I'm not just talking about by your flesh because your flesh don't want to go through certain things, but I'm talking about a holy dissatisfaction that you just cannot seem to rest because you are not where you're supposed to be. I'm telling you that that's God trying to cause a fire to come up under you so you can get busy doing exactly what God has called you to do. So the scripture that I want to go to is Psalm 139, which is a very powerful text, a scripture that I absolutely love to read. Psalm 139 
Let's go there. Psalm 139, verse 14. Look at what it says. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. This is the King James Version. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. Isn't that powerful? You know, I want to read that to you also in the NIV version because that NIV version uh, says it in a way that I just think is uh, absolutely amazing and would give you some more uh, thought to this. It, 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 it will really bless you. Look at what it says in the NIV version. It says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Look at verse 16. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Did you see that? He said that he had already written your days before you were ever in your mother's womb. Now that lets me know that I can't be a mistake because before my mother and father ever came together, God had already written my days out. And God has written out a plan for your life. He's written things for your life. And you can't bring out what God didn't put in. There are things in you that God put in you a long time ago. All right. And those things have to come out. But a lot of times you, we're trying to make things come out of us. That's not there. But God put some things on the inside of us that the only way you're going to get those things out of us is we have to go back to the artist, go back to the architect, go back to the author who wrote it in that book. You know, there's some things that are in you that will never leave you. I don't care who you hang around. You know, you can marry somebody who's a very, uh, you know, not talkative person, don't like to be in a lot of conversations, but you are very talkative. And I don't care how much they try to change you. A person cannot change the core value of who you are. All right. So there are things that are in you that God placed in you according to Psalm 139 before you were ever born. He placed those things down on the inside of you. But just because he put it there doesn't mean it's going to manifest. You're responsible to cause those things to come out of you. Fate cannot control you. That cannot be your testimony. People say things like, I know I'm supposed to be with this person because we had children together. Well, if that's the only reason you're with somebody, I'm telling you right now that you probably won't last 
because fate is not supposed to control your destiny. You're to pursue that destiny and seek the Lord so that those things can manifest in your life. God does not want to control your life. We don't serve a God who's sitting up in heaven playing chess with us. We don't serve a God who's a mastermind just controlling every mood of your life. No, that's not what he wants to do. It is 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 that says God wants everyone to be saved. He said he's not willing that any should perish. Did you hear that? I said, God is not willing that any should perish, but that everyone should come to repentance. Yet everyone won't be saved. Why? Because God does not control you. God chose you for a purpose. God designed you according to Psalm 139. He wrote out your members. He wrote out your destiny. He wrote it all in a book while you are an unformed body. That means that even abortion, all of these babies that are being killed, God had a plan for them. You have abilities on the inside of you, but God's not the one that's going to make them come forth. You have to pursue him. God created you for something. He had your life written out before you were ever born. But you have to pursue it and cause those things to come out of you. Am I making sense? If not, I'm sorry, but I really want you to understand this and get a good understanding so that you can have great clarity because a lot of you have destiny and dreams and purpose and gifts and ability and businesses and books on the inside of you that will never come forth because your attitude. Well, when God wants it to happen, it'll happen. When God wants it to manifest, it'll manifest. No, you have to pursue it. You have to seek after it with everything that's in you and get his direction. But you first got to understand that God does have a purpose for your life before you are ever born. Let's go to Galatians chapter 1, verse 13. This is dealing with a man by the name of Paul. You remember Paul? Not your cousin. I'm talking about Paul in the Bible. Paul, Galatians chapter 1, verse 13. For ye have heard of my conversations in the time past, in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the tradition of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Now, God was saying that before was letting you know that God separated him into the gospel from his mother's womb, not from seminary, not from college. Amen. Not from going to get all of these uh, credentials and educations. No, God separated Paul and called him into the gospel from his mother's womb. And a lot of times we look at people's natural accomplishments to decide. I mean, you look at Paul. Paul should have never been someone that God would have used because Paul persecuted the church. He killed the very people that he became. 
And a lot of times when we pick preachers, we pick them based on natural accomplishments and based on how good they do this and how good they do that. We look at natural accomplishments to decide. But God, before Paul did anything, chose him. Why am I telling you that? Because your purpose is not contingent upon your resume. God did not look at Paul's resume to determine whether he was going to use him. God had a plan for Paul at conception. My God, before he ever came out of his mother's womb, God said, Paul, you've been separated into the gospel. And I want to let you know that God's not looking at your past. He's not looking at what you've done wrong and he's not looking at what you've done right. God's not looking at you saying, I can't use you because of this and I can't use you because of that. God ain't looking at your resume. God has made a calling for you before you were ever born, before you dot every I, before you cross every T, before you do anything. God has already designed a plan for your life. From conception, he's already decided that he's going to use you. And I want to say this to you, and you got to catch this because a lot of times we follow our talents and we follow our gifts and we let that be an indication. But I want to let you know that there are many gifts on the inside of you that you've never seen. You got gifts in you that have never been developed. And if you're waiting on what you're good at in order for you to know what the purpose and plan of God for your life is, you'll miss it. Because there are things in you that you don't know is in you. And if you're waiting on, well, let me see if I'm good at this. Let me see if I'm good at that. God may be calling you to a gift that is locked in you that you don't even know is in you. The very thing that he's called you to do may be something you're not good at. It may be supernatural what he's called you to do. For instance, I know some of you are going to find this very hard to believe, but I'm a very shy person. I know you're saying, Prophet Khan, you don't act shy. Well, that's supernatural. I'm a very shy person. I'm an introvert. Okay, believe it or not, I stay to myself. All right. But I have to depend on the supernatural when I get ready to go forth. So if I waited on saying, well, I know God isn't calling me to talk because I'm shy. But it was a complete opposite. That gift was down in me. I just had never used it. And a lot of times you take these personality tests and you allow these personality tests to determine what your assignment is. But I'm telling you that that's nothing that you should be getting yourself caught up in because God has called you to do something that may not define your now. The personality test defines where you are right now. It can't prophesy and tell you your future. It can't tell you what's down on the inside of you. God picked Paul from his mother's womb, not based on his studies, not based on his ability, not based on how good he could do this and how good he could do that. And if you look at it, you would think that God would have sent Paul to the Jews, but he didn't. 
Paul was a Jew. He was circumcised on the eighth day, came from the tribe of Benjamin. I believe that's Philippians 3. Came from the tribe of Benjamin. He came from the good stock of Israel. Concerning zeal, he persecuted the church. Concerning the law, he was blameless. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. He was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. And God got a hold of his life. And you would have thought that God would have sent him to the Jews. But guess who God sent him to? The Gentiles. God will call you to do something that is absolutely beyond your ability. And that's why I'm saying, yes, you have gifts. Yes, you have talent. But sometimes your giving your talent has nothing to do with the purpose and the assignment that God has called you to do. Because if you're depending on your gift and you're depending on your talent, you don't need the Holy Ghost. And God has called you to do something a lot of times that makes you have to depend on the supernatural. Does that make sense? Well, there's a whole lot more to this message, but this is only a portion of it. But I just wanted to start this message off seeking the will of God. If you want to hear this message in its entirety, you know, just go to the website, Brian Karn dot com briancarn.org go to the websites and look up all of that information all of the information that you need is on there but i just want you to know that god has a purpose for your life and it's not based on your ability it's not based on what you did right and what you did wrong while you was in your mother's womb god had ordained something for your life and he already formed it and there's a whole lot more to this message that you need to hear so just go ahead and call the ministry or go to the website here at bcm or in the ministry we don't charge for anything you call in and we just actually give a suggested donation price give whatever you have and we'll make sure we get that message to you until then more grace and know that i love you god has a purpose for your life Thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Stay tuned for next week's podcast and visit briancarn.com for more information and to sow a seed into the ministry. To receive this message in its entirety, call 1-855-984-2276 or 1-833-522-5433. More grace, we're excited about your future.